Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to My Team, My Voice with MTMV Sports. This is Santia Deck, and you're listening to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked. Can you believe it? We made it to 50, man. 5 0. I do not know it in Spanish. Don't ask me. If you know some Espanol, let us know what it is. 50 in Spanish. But we made it, brother. We almost yeah, been doing man. this about a year, bro. Bro, can you believe almost. it, dog? Hey, can man, the come it? up is real. The come up is real. Yo, yo, yo. Come salute to everybody real, in the chat already. My man, Queen Redeem, out there on the west side. West side is the best side, side in some places. Also in St. Louis, a lot of people say that too. Yeah, West side it, is the it, best side. It, it, one of the hoods. The one of the hoods. Yeah, in the loop. In the loop. AT, describe what it is, brother. Tony D, what's up, brother? How you doing, hey. fam? How you doing? No, I mean, brother Nigel in the building. Miss Mac. Miss Mary Mac. You ain't Miss Mary Mac, but I I just thought about Miss Mary Mac. Mac, all dressed in black, black, black. You know that song, everybody else. Don't me and Rob do, because we a little seasoned. A little seasoned. <laughs> My brother Sammy from San Diego. Sammy used to be in the group with me back in the day. You know what I mean? Everybody in the building, man. This is our 50th episode. We is crunk. Yeah, we is man. live. We is super, happy. Super and we excited. have a big guest, the big homie, CHH Vet Thizzle. Yeah. This brother yeah, has man. a lot of records, yeah, a lot of dope records. He's been around a long time, and uh, we are honored to get this brother yeah, on tonight. A little bit later, you know how we do it when we have guests, man. We're going we gonna to do one. We're going to do our little segment thing, and then, you know, we'll bring the guests in. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Miss Mac said I hear that at least once a week. Hey, hey, Miss Mary Mac, Mac, Mac. Anyway, Rob acting like he don't know nothing about it. Boy, you know something about that. <laughs> it don't okay. matter. Me and Miss Mac know about it. <laughs> Good evening, Miss Winder. Thank you for the congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you, man. Right on. Thank you. Uh, AT describes say Chicago say West Side is the best side as well. However, I'm South Side, like Kanye West from the South Side. Know what I mean, yes, yes, Hell thank yeah. you, brother Ruben. What up, Ruben? Ruben with hey. the bars, little bro, Ruben. Hey, hey y'all, y'all, salute, y'all be, y'all be salute. ready. I, say sellout. I was trying to say salute and sound like sellout. Ruben is not a sellout, but no, <laughs> that's our all. brother. Salute to our brother Ruben, man. Uh, say yeah, what up man. to your wifey, beautiful songstress, our sister yes, yes. in the faith. I mean, she's, nah, I mean, she's been on both of our albums, hasn't she? On both of our albums and our combined yeah. album. And our All right. combined, yeah, yeah. Before yeah. we go to what's good, we got something special for the 50th episode. Beyond not just having Thizzle on, one of our special things tonight is this. Yo, we got a contest. Three questions. I ain't going to post them up. Miss Mac always say, when we going to do it up, little bro Higgins? Miss Mac always say, when we going to do a contest and it's not sports? Miss Mac, we got you tonight. Everybody that's on, that's listening right now, if you're a long time, not the same podcast listener, and most of you are, most of you are, most of you are, you will know the answer to these questions. Now, here are all the rules. Do not, I say, I repeat, do not, Rob. Do not. Do not, do not, not. put the answer in the comments. It is very important. You, You will be disqualified. Wherever you're watching from, if you're watching on Facebook, if you're watching on Twitter, right, right. if you're watching on YouTube, inbox us the answers. If you do not inbox the answers, you are disqualified because everybody else will know the answers. And right, right. just because everybody else will know the answers. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Question number one. Are y'all listening? Is y'all with us? Question number one. What does one word mean? Do you know what does one word mean? Hit us in the inbox. I know. You are, you already know AT describes somebody gonna do it anyway, and they're gonna be disqualified. You're gonna mess it up for everybody, and your your prize gonna be extra skeet, aka right. St. Louis Talk, Little, Slim, aka nothing. All right. First question, like I said, what does one word mean? Question number two. How many 
And what are the names of the show segments? Question number two, how many and what are the names of the show segments? Y'all got it? First question, what does one word mean? <laughs> it's funny every time. Second question, how many and what are the names <laughs> of the show segments? And my wife reiterated, I repeat, do not write the answer in the comments. <laughs> do not. And the third question, big, big question. You got to think about this one. How many combined albums does Rob Redeem and C. Michael have? How many combined albums do Rob, does Rob Redeem and C. Michael have? So, in, in, in uh, what you say? <laughs> I don't know the word. But anyway, in, in, in conclusion or in, in review, question number one, what does one word mean? Question number two, how many and what are the names of the show segments? And question number three, how many combined albums does Rob and C. Michael have? All right. <laughs> and no, unlike what man <laughs> AT described said, one word is not manscaped. <laughs> <laughs> hey, for y'all who ain't never tuned in for yeah. us, you'll see it a little later. You'll see it. All right, man. Let's get let's get this show started. We run about What's good? Rob Redeem, my brother from another yeah, mother man. shoot. Salute yeah, to Ro- uh Larry Rogers out there on the West Coast. What is good, my brother? Hey man, um, what's good with me is um I won't say that the verdict was good to, for me, man. Finally, okay. but we finally saw we finally saw the right thing done. Yep. And I know that there was a bunch of cameras on the situation, mm-hmm. but we've seen cameras on situations. Don't go that too didn't deep, go brother. Right Don't go, go too deep. We're gonna so, dig into it. Don't go, go too deep. I'm just saying that's what's good for me, man. We we finally something finally happened the way it was supposed to. You mm-hmm. did. Go ahead. All right. What I think, what is good is number one, we made it to fifty episodes. Number yeah. one, and number two, we got this on tonight, man. Man, we so happy to have that brother in, man. That brother on. We thank God for his time. This brother has been gracious and cool with us, man. Salute, man. Yeah. Salute to the yeah, for sure. big homie. This is a very accomplished person, man. If you ain't heard of him, look him up. You're going to find a whole bunch of albums, a whole bunch of features. Right. Secular right. and Christian. This brother been doing it big for a long time, and he loved his yeah. community. Anybody that stays in St. Louis, they know that. They know that about yeah. that brother. All right, man. Let's get into this face segment, man. We got to get, get, get uh, slick serious. But before we do, uh, nah, we're going to get into this face segment. Let's go. All right, Robert Dean, yeah, man. C. Michael, everybody in the chat, hello, everybody. We know a very big thing happened yesterday. Rob touched on it. Yeah. Our thoughts, or what are your thoughts, people in the, in the uh, audience tonight, all our people, all our Not the Same podcast fam in the audience, what are your thoughts about the Derek Chauvin guilty verdict? Robert Dean, what are your thoughts, my brother? Like I said a minute ago on the what's good, I feel like it's about time. Um, yeah. Because, good evening, I mean, this is, good evening. this is one, this is one in thousands of cases, man. And, yeah, man. you know, had, had this not been on camera the way it was and got all the, um, the, the, the media attention and, and the, mm-hmm. and the marching and, and even in some cases, um, I believe rioting may have happened. Um, don't mm-hmm. quote me on it, but I will say this for us to sit there and watch it. And for him to come back guilty on all accounts, you know what I mean. I'm, 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 I'm satisfied. And it's not about a cop going to jail. Understand that what I'm saying. I'm not saying yeah. I'm satisfied that a cop got convicted. I'm satisfied yeah. that a murderer got convicted. And it's so many times, it we just get treated like you know we get tossed out. And had it not been on camera, yeah, we probably would have never known. Because we yeah. wouldn't have had the evidence for it. And it's not no hatred. This is just facts, man. Y'all right. know whenever stuff like this come out, we talk about it. We'd be 100% real on it. And my opinion is it's it's about time that people see it. Now, do I think this is a turn for the better? This is one out of many. So I need to see consistency in it. Don't just feed me a couple of breadcrumbs yeah. and I'm supposed to be happy. You know, and yeah. back to back, you know, um, Dante Wright, hit, hit, um, she was arrested. Now yeah. he get convicted, but it's in the same city. I need to see this nationwide, and I need to see some consistency in it. What's up, C? Yeah, my thing is this, man. I'm I'm grateful for the conviction. Uh, I won't say 
I don't think it's celebrate time because right. before we can be good and happy, another one happened. Same day. You know what I mean? And for me, the reasons are important to a degree, right? And we talk about this a lot. If you watch our show, we talk about a lot, like how, yo, you know, we need to be careful as people of color, you know, handle your business, don't be out here riding dirty, blah, 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 blah. We do that a lot. But with that being said, man, I don't ever believe nobody have to die. Why we can't? Why they can't ever shoot nobody in the leg? You know what I mean? Like, and I hate that, man. Like, so I am. So on one end, I'm grateful that this man was convicted. You know, honestly, I feel like he shouldn't have never should never see see the uh, free streets again. Honestly, yeah. that's how I feel. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't long enough. But at the end of the day, I'm grateful because this is the start. Because I'm gonna be honest, bro. I'm gonna be honest, y'all. I had no hope that he was going to get convicted. I I didn't have a lot of hope, man, because so many times it yep. doesn't go right. So many right. times it don't go well, man. Like we just we're used to over and over again things not just going well for people of a color and stuff like that, man. Like it just it happens so much. You know what I mean? Now, what I will say is that this time was a lot different because Thank God that look, that look, that look, that young lady, I think she was 17, filmed it on her phone. Because mm-hmm. would this ad happen without it, without the video? The video outraged America. Right. Not the act so much. Not the act without the video. The video is what set them up like, yo, this is crazy. This is wild. This should have never happened because of the video. You know what I mean? Right. But what if the video wouldn't have happened? How many times has this happened over and over and over again? And people yeah. that know me, man, like, I didn't grow up in the hood. You know what I mean? But that don't mean I'm heartless. Like, I hate that this happened. And it's not always in the hood. You know what I'm saying? Ahmaud Aubrey wasn't in the hood. <laughs> he was running through a good area of town. It still happened. You know what I mean? It happened before with FedEx drivers just doing their job. This stuff has happened over and over and over again. And without the blood of Jesus, number one, changing the mind of these people, right? that hate our color, without the blood of Jesus, it will continue. You know what I mean? But we always got to remember what the source is. Who is the source? Is it just people? You know what I mean? Right, right. Is it just people? behind it. But at the end of the day, it is saying, I don't like it. I don't like it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never talked to it. Like, I had a cousin that passed for something like this. I don't talk about it here in this city. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like it. I don't like it. Let's see what, what the people, people saying, see? Man. I'm going to try to go back. Uh, Miss Ward, Sharice, how you doing, ma'am? It says something like that was shocking to a lot of people simply because we are so used to it not happening. And all three yeah. counts definitely wasn't expecting it. Amen. Me neither. Yeah. And and I agree with it. It is sad that we, yeah. we got overly excited, and I think people need to see that. It wasn't about because a cop went. Let me say this again. It wasn't about because a cop went to jail. It was about the fact that so many times this stuff happening. And yeah. it just gets swept under the rug. Yep. AT Describe says it's harder to shoot in the leg, real talk. And on top of that, even legalized carriers are taught to shoot in the chest. Shooting someone yeah. in the leg won't disable the situation if other lives are involved. I guess you're right, brother. I like, yeah. but I feel yeah. like in the chest, how many times somebody shot in the chest and just live? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, does every gunshot have to, I don't understand that because I'm not a carrier, right? Right. I worked right. one job where I had to learn how to shoot and, you know, I got over my fears of shooting and, you know, I understood that if I had to, I guess I would have had to lay somebody down, somebody trying to kill me. But every time some of these unarmed people, they're not trying to kill the cops. That's the thing, what I'm saying. So it's like, I feel like there's a way you can incapacitate somebody without killing them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, let's see what is Miss um, Taylor. Miss Taylor. Taylor said, I feel like this is a sacrificial lamb to keep us content. Oh, Lord. Talk to him now. Ooh. There was too much evidence against him for the verdict to be not guilty. So why not use him as a sacrifice? I need to see more accountability until I feel like change is being made. What you said hey. is so good, Miss Taylor. Yeah, because it is. to me this was more less about joy and more just about accountability actually starting. Because he yeah. should be held accountable. But so many more should be held accountable for these things constantly happening mm-hmm. over and over and over again. You know what I mean? And it's just too much, man. It's too much, man. Yeah, hey, just to speak on what AT Describe said, police yeah. officers are taught, and for us who carry, um, you are taught to hit center mass. Yeah, you know what I mean, because that's what you're, you're trying to you're trying to eliminate the threat. You know what right. I mean. So whenever you go to um, 
whenever you go to that point where you're pulling a weapon, whether you're a civilian or a cop, you're trying to eliminate the threat. You're not trying to wound because you can still have yourself in danger, like AT, AT described said. Yeah. And, you know, so, I, guess, I guess that's true, and I understand it. That, that's very true. The thing I'm thinking about is, though, that's for when someone is a threat. That's right. That, that is ha- being used as a cop-out to, to, to wipe some brown people off the face of the earth. Oh, yeah. That's oh, yeah. the problem. That's the problem. Because even, you know, like if somebody else got a gun, they got pointed at you, okay, that's a threat, my guy. Right. These, Sitting in my car is not a threat. Yo, these next to a gun, is that a threat? If it's three of you and one of him? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you should be able to take him down, use the taser or something like that. You know what I mean? You got a gun pointing at you? Okay, man. But I think that's a cop out to get through. I'm going I'm to read this one with Just James, then we're going to have to hold up. we got to move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My thoughts is that true justice is in the Lord's hand. Big facts. Big, big facts. But unfortunately, the lack thereof justice is what caused uh, the mixed reactions over the guilty verdict of Chauvin. It's a sad situation all the way around. I agree. Hey, before we stop, I want to say this. I only mentioned center mass because you asked why can't they just shoot them in the leg. So I was answering the question. So if anybody tuned in thinking I'm making excuses for somebody, it was me responding to C's question of how come they can't be shot in the leg. And the bottom line is, no, when you're sitting in your car, you're not a threat. When you sleep, you're not a threat. So please believe me when I tell you, like, like, like Sharon said, I All need right, to we're going to run this video. Our brother Thizzle in the green room. We're going to run yes, this video sir. by the big homie Thizzle. And then we'll go to him. Man, appreciate y'all watching. So it's yeah, time to sure. uh, do Rob's favorite part of the show. When I... Hold up. Report for the Not The Same podcast, which is through MTMV Sports Network. It's brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in man's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They assess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the movement for all your below-the-waist grooming needs. I tried one time to take care of my personal family jewels with some clippers, right? I had some edges, you know, the... uh, popular name we'll say the t-edges you know that usually get your line all scraped and i said well if it can get the line scraped it can get you know down below straight no no it was quite painful actually <laughs> but you know what i found out about the lawnmower 3.0 brother save my life mrs morris was uh quite grateful and so was i All right, we're going to run this jump by the big homie Fizzle, man. Y'all check this out. I'm sorry. I'm trying not to laugh because it's a serious video, but that Manscaped thing is funny every single time, dog. This is not <laughs> how the story ends. Keep the faith. Persevere, my friend. This is not how your story ends. Soon the sun, it will shine again. for mine it ain't no other way you fight to live and live to fight another day 
I can't believe all that I done did to walk the world talking to these kids, telling them my story, trying to help them stay up out the streets. Now I'm about to die out in the streets. I can't believe that. That's not what I'm gonna think, not what I believe, not what I'm gonna speak. Felt angels all around me. I know that sound deep, but I knew God had a different plan for me. True story. This is not how the story ends. Keep the faith, persevere, my friend. That don't include me locked up in the prison, living out my last days in the system. And since we on the subject of death, they killed Nipsey. I ain't even lying, that hit me different. Cause all I ever seen cuz doing was spreading wisdom. Trying to fix the things he destroyed, he started building. The same people he tried to save, they still killed him. That could have been me laying on the pavement. Mama crying, making my arrangements. Friends speaking on me. Offer comfort to my babies The way we hate each other is contagious Sometimes I wish I would have been alive On them slave ships to help preserve the knowledge And the wisdom that we came with I was sent to help free the slaves that I came with Money, fame, and drugs, them I changed That's our slave ship brother my gosh man that was uh outstanding yeah, my guy yo yo brother the big homie hey, thizzle is in the house that thing bruh he yeah, killed that yeah. i want to be all he excited and talk about the, talk about everything man that, that song is so powerful my guy bruh i liked it when it came I'll out and i love it cat. again <laughs> yeah 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 oh, man, i'm, I'm glad hey, hey hey you came in like an emoji bro your face was all in that joint <laughs> <laughs> hey you heard me i'm like you hear me? I'm, I'm like i'm all over this thing <laughs> i was like let me get this bitch all right what's man. good with you man yeah man i'm chilling man i'm chilling i'm still trying i'm trying to i'm trying to get my uh oh there we go we better we better yeah yeah, right. yeah yeah i'm chilling good, man i'm good. good how about y'all man 
Hey, good. Hey, no see, complaint. people don't know. You, we got to get you before you get us because they don't, they don't know that goofy side, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I said, man, I said, hey. I said, man, these folks don't know what's going to happen, man. <laughs> man, you got to watch these guys in the comments, man. They crazy. They they get us all day, every day. But it's yeah. all good. It's hey, all look, good. I was looking at the comments when they were saying stuff. I was like. I was like, I need to get my glasses. I'm like, I can't see nothing <laughs> yeah. on that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Rob, uh, yeah, tell them what, there's a spot where you can see them on the screen. Tell them where it's yeah, at, Rob. Top, top right-hand corner, you'll see the little bubble in the side. Top right-hand corner. Um, oh, I saw it popping up. I'm saying I couldn't read it. I oh, was okay. like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I need to go get my glasses, man. <laughs> All right, man. Like, we so, always yeah, do man. for every guest, and you are the most special guest we've had because you number 50, brother. 50. Yeah, man. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. We give you one of these, my guy. Yeah. Salute to the OG. Man. Appreciate you for all you've done for this crazy genre of CHH. I call it crazy, and you understand why. Because <laughs> it's Don't good and crazy started. at the same time. <laughs> no, please get me started. Oh, oh, yes, we want you to. We want, brother, please be free. Please be free, my man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But as a custom hey, man, and as tradition, because yeah. us black folks, we love our traditions. We let uh, yeah. I'm gonna let Rob ask the first question. My guy, Rob, go ahead, my brother. Hey, so before we start, man, I just want to kind of give a background. This brother on the thing is more than just Dizzle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, before yeah. he started, um, before he got to where he at, this brother has always shown me love, all the way back to West End yeah. Mount Formal. You know what I'm saying? Um. Oh yeah. Back to your Shield back to faith. your grandmother's house. Yeah, Shield of Faith, back to your grandmother's house. So yeah. you we 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 got a little bit of history, but I want to say something that I never I never told nobody this, see no about it. Mm-hmm. But um I never got a chance to give you your your flowers for this. But um you was on the 116 tour down in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And um I flew down and you was like, "Yo, Stan, come through." And you showed you 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 came up, you got me in. Um did your set you and prop opened up for cray and everybody and then after the show um you took me down and you introduced me to everybody and you just showed mad love and that was even even when you was you know like right like you didn't just be like man i don't know him no more i'm here and i just wanted to say man i appreciate it because i know that you took off from that you know what i'm saying you was already on your way but then after that tour you got so busy only time i really saw you was through the airport the other thing I yeah. want to thank you for is when you flew out one time, I asked you, was Petty D still around? You was flying yeah. to Florida. And uh, when you got down there, you was like, yo, my man Stan asked about you. You gave him my number, and it, it formed a relationship with me and Petty. So I appreciate that because we've had him on the yeah. show before, too. And the brother just dropped mad jewels on me, man, over the years. So I appreciate it. That's I can finally tell you thank you, bro. Yeah. I appreciate that because, hey, Petty D, that's my yeah. dog, bro. Like, yeah. man, dude randomly hit me up uh, probably like a week ago. Mm-hmm. Hit me mm-hmm. up on Twitter, and he was just like, hey, wh- is your number still the same, Thiz? Send me your number and send me your cash app. I didn't talk to Cuz in a minute. Mm. And, right. uh, and like, we always, when, we always talk, and whenever we talk, it's always pleasant. And just people like him, yep. see, for me, with what I did for you, it's first nature. Right. Like for me, Facts. I don't like we we used to say this stuff when we was coming up, like you younger, there there are no big U's, you know, big eyes and small U's, you know. Yeah. Right, right. Now granted, like one thing I've learned over the years is the position that you're in, the space you're in, sometimes that stuff it creates space between you and other people. But whatever right. I can do on my end to maintain relationships that have always been good to me, yeah. I'm going to do it. Yeah. You know, right. like there is no amount of money a person can give me. There is no amount of fame a person can give me to make me turn my back on a person that's been 100 with me. And you always been 100 with me, like way back. Like you say, we we, we go way back, man. We, we've been knowing each other for a while now. Like it's been some yeah. years. Yeah. And yeah. so... Uh, I've always appreciated you. You've always been a solid dude to me. So, man, getting you in the show and, and helping you meet some dudes, if they would have been on some weird stuff, you know, I'd have said something to them. Like, nah, y'all going to meet him right now. You know <laughs> right, what I mean? Right, so, right. 
But yeah, that's one hundred, like, man. That's one hundred. Yeah, we just getting started, yeah. but I gotta give you one of these, still. Message. You know, I already hit them boys with a message already, boy. <laughs> already dropping them, dropping them facts. <laughs> man. Go ahead, yeah, Rob. So I'm, I'm, I'm. All right, now I'm gonna go ahead and get serious, man. I just wanted all to right. tell the people on how genuine you are, man. Like you didn't make it and then forget about that. cats from back in the day. So salute to you. But um, this kind of a three part question. It's kind of serious. So I'm a um, you've always given back to the community. You know what I'm saying? When you throw your your concerts, you bring the hood out. You throwing charity events, um, barbecues, fundraisers, etc. After you got shot and you was going through your um rehab. What was your perspective on our city? That's one. What was your perspective after the shooting? The impact on your faith and the impact of your drive to hit the streets to reach them same dudes, the captain. Well, so the crazy thing is, for me, since day one, mm-hmm. if you go look at any interviews that I've done since the very beginning and people ask me, what's my goal? I've always had the same goal. They're like, what's your goal? I say, my goal is to bring resources back to my city, to the people that need it. Mm-hmm. So that's always been my mission. So when I started uh, getting money, making money from doing music, my I think two things when I get money. I don't care if it's $100. The first thing I think in my head is, how can I turn this into some more money? Yeah, that, that's not always successful, but that's my thought. How can I turn this into some more money? And the next thing I think is, who can I help? You know, because I grew up in a space and environment where it was me and my cousins. I was on the phone with my cousin today. We were talking about that. Like, me and my cousins, it was always us having to look out for each other. So it was just instilled in me since a young buck. My grandfather, uh, Samuel Billingsley, my uncle, James Billingsley, like, they were men that I saw my whole life take care of their family, take care of, like, their children, like they took her everything around them and everybody. So for me, those were the people I always wanted to be like. I always wanted to be a stand-up dude that the people around me didn't have to worry about it. Even when I grew up, like being honest, even with um there was one drug dealer in my neighborhood. Like I remember being on the block, like we was hungry and like whatever else you were, because you outside and, and your people doing whatever. Yeah. I remember two things specifically happened with him. He came. Well, uh, one of them, we were all standing outside. He's like, everybody got a car, put the kids in it. So they load us all up in the cars. We don't know where we going, but we know him. I know my mom, you know, like the crazy thing about, right. about uh, the drug era in that point, it was still family. Everybody was family, like on the block. Like that was your people, you know? Mm-hmm. So right. we all right. jump in the car. We like, where we going? We don't know. We go to Burger King on Delmore. We go in Burger King. When we walk in Burger King, he literally say, Everybody in the building, not just the people with me, give them whatever they want. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, another time we sat in the hood, uh, he like, yo, who got cars? Like, Load the cars up. Where we going? We going to Six Flags. Man, we literally went from block to block with a truck and picked up kids on the block, every block that we knew. And we went to Six Flags all day. He paid for everybody to go. He fed all of us. So I grew up around two different types of people that always made sure that people were okay around them. So that was my mindset growing up. Uh, I wanted to be like my uncle James. I wanted to be like my grandfather, you know? So when I started getting money from making music, that was my mindset. I said from the beginning, I want to get money. That's something I felt God put on my heart. That was the desire of my heart. That was God's will for my life. I'm like, I'm going to get resources to bring them back to the community. So when I got shot, me getting shot didn't change who God created me to be. Mm. You know, there were, there was a point in the midst of that, that I'm human. So you're going to have feelings like, and this is the thing people got to understand too. Like, like a lot of dudes rap about, especially Christians. Like, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of dudes try to rap about like they were strip street dudes. Like, like right, I was, right. I was really a street dude. Like, right. like before I became a Christian, I was falsely accused of a murder. Yeah. Like, like right. I didn't been like, like every time I'd have been in trouble, it's been for violence. Like every time, mm-hmm. you know. So, I grew up in an era where you somebody do something to you you do something back to them Mm -hmm. so i had moments in in that point where i was frustrated and mad not because i wanted to do something back to them but because i felt like uh i was just exposed for something to happen to me and but the moment that i laid there in that bed and i said uh i said god what's going on you know and and it hit me like man, this, this is, this bigger than you. I'm like, all right, let's get it then. What are we doing? And mm-hmm. the crazy thing is, is the, 
I've, I've had a prayer that I've been praying for years, probably since 2012. And that, that prayer has been, it's been specific people in this city that I've been praying for. Uh, and that prayer has been that God gives me influence with those people mm-hmm. and that God gives me influence in my city, not just the world, but in my city. And so the crazy thing is when I got, when I got shot, bro, that influence mag- magnified by a hundred thousand. Mm. Like, man, there were dudes, there were dudes, it sped up the whole process. Like it was already mm. in motion. It was already well underway. It, like, but there were dudes like inboxing me, like, like dudes wanted to hurt people behind what happened to me. Mm. Like dudes were inboxing me like, yo, like, just let me know what I need to do and when I need to do it. I'm like, nah, I'm cool. That ain't what we doing. We don't, we don't, we don't do that. Yeah. You know, like I don't do that. Right. Like, even if that's what you feel like you need to do, I don't do that. Like my cousins, like my cousins, are, they street dudes. Mm-hmm. So they, I had to call my cousin to the hospital. Like, yo, come here with me. I had to make him sit there with me all night. Just because he sure was they on don't a, do nothing. Yeah, uh, he was on a mission. When I yeah. called him, he was already on a mission. I'm like, nah, come to the hospital with me. I'm cool. And so I kept telling everybody, I said, all it make me do is want to go harder. Because mm, right. I understand, like, I understand why he did it. Like, you get into a spot of desperation, you know, uh, you're going to do anything. Like, you're going to do anything. You're going to try to do whatever that you feel like you have to do to get to the next day. So I wasn't even mad at them. You know, when people saw me on the news, they were like, what do you hope for them? I said, I hope that they uh, come to a place of repentance and know Mm -hmm. who Jesus is, Mm -hmm. you know. So for me, at the end of the day, I didn't feel no, I I didn't feel attacked. I didn't feel like a victim. I just felt like it was another thing in my journey that I was walking through with God. And on the other side of it, I told people from day one, I said, if I go through this the right way, I'm going to come out on the other side, a whole nother kind of beast. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, let's right. go. I'm like, if that's mm-hmm. what it means, that's what it looked like. But I, I didn't, I didn't feel no, like it didn't make me want to stop doing what I was doing. It made me want to go harder because yeah. at the end of the day, that's like, my life is not my own. I realized that a long time ago. Like this, right, right, right. this journey is, a, it's, it's one to be, you know, walk through and, and, and get to the other side and, yeah. and see people come to the light. That's dope, man. Because it, it's people that hold grudges off and see I'll let you go after this. It's people no, ahead, who hold grudges off of somebody talking about them. Right. You know what I mean? So right. for you to say that, like, I didn't have it. I didn't have no ill will against them. And that, that's yeah. deep. And that's a that's a different type of walking in love, bro. Like, whether people want to realize it or not, that's truly what we have to do in the body of Christ is walk in love. And that's the epitome, in my opinion, of what you're saying. Like, yeah. brother, we get mad when somebody talk about us. Somebody yeah. shot you and you was like, man, I just hope they come to Christ and get to know the Jesus and come to repentance. Yeah. So, man, salute to you. And I hope everybody listening, watching, y'all Please. take that, man. Like, 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 take in yeah. what this brother is saying. Go ahead, C. Yeah, even though, let me say this. No, go ahead, bro. Yeah, the, go ahead, go ahead. No, it's your word. Go ahead. For the people that don't know, too, you know, I know some people feel different about certain things. But for the people that don't know, like, uh, I believe I legally carry a gun. Uh, yeah. And oh, the crazy thing. Rob, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I ain't trying to be like, you know, weird or nothing, but I really yeah. don't care what people think about stuff that I know is right. Right. So I know it's people. <laughs> yeah. I, I know it's people that feel like, why should you or why you shouldn't? Mm-hmm. But, you know, I never felt like a victim. So most people don't even like I somebody said it's probably like a month ago, somebody was like, Yeah, when you got robbed, I said, I ain't get robbed. Mm-hmm. I said, they never touched me. They never, they never put hands on me. When I got shot, I got shot from the back. I thought it was over. You know, so I, I had my gun. Like, and the crazy thing is too, like for people that don't believe like in guns and all that, yeah. When I left my house that day, before that happened, my I didn't even have a gun. It was sitting on the counter mm. in the kitchen. And uh, bro, I was going for the door. And when I went for the door, like, bro, everything in me was like, get the gun. Mm-hmm. So I stopped at the door and went back. Mm. I went to the counter, touched the gun, and walked back to the door and was like, nah, I'm cool. I'm coming right back. Because I was going to mentor dudes coming home from prison. That's what I was doing that day. Yeah. I was mentoring men that come home from prison, helping them get jobs and acclimated back into the community. So I'm like, I'm cool. I'm, I'm just going here and coming back in. I go to the door again. It's like, no, get the gun. So I walk back halfway. I stop. 
I'm like, I'm cool. I'm coming right back. And I turn around. It's like, don't leave out the house without the gun. Yeah. So I go back and get the gun. That's the only reason I had the gun. Even when the dudes jumped out, you know, the dude got out the car. Even in that moment, my main, my, my main concern, like when something is, is deeply rooted in you, it, it takes a lot to get it up out of there. My main concern, even at that point, I still was like, nah, bro, hold on. What you need? You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't got to go this route. Like, what you need? You know what I'm saying? And and the crazy thing is, bro, I've been in them situations so many times, I knew what to do, but I didn't want to do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, you good. Once I saw there was no reasoning at that point, I wasn't trying to let them get close enough to do nothing to me, you know, yeah. and kill me. Because it felt evil. You know, like, you ever been in a situation where you could feel the evil? Like, it like it was like all the earth got sucked out the earth. Like, it felt evil. Mm. I was like, these dudes don't even know, but they were sitting here to kill me. You know what I'm saying? They think they coming to try to rob somebody probably just yeah. to make ends meet to get some food tonight. But the devil got them on a mission, too. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So at that mm. point, I did what I felt like I, I, I needed to do to survive. And I got mm. shot from behind when I yeah. thought it was over. I was, you know, running to my car. So I never felt like a victim for several reasons. But at the end of the day, like, bro, like, God just wired me different. Where I, I, Like, I'm not mad. I'm not yeah. mad at nobody because I want to help you. That was my that was my goal then. Yeah. You know, I just wanted to say that, but my bad, bro. No, no, nah, 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 you straight, bro. All this good, your you know, that's a true reflection that Christ is really in you, man. Because without Christ, yeah. nobody could be like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially from the no streets, doubt. man. It'd be the automatic. I'm not even a street person, but my mind would have been like, I got to go get them. Without the yeah. blood yeah. of Jesus. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that, that really shows that God is living in you, man. I praise God for that. And I'm so glad that you didn't get shot, man. When we heard about that, man, me and Rob, we was talking about it. Like, man, man, I'm so glad brother didn't die, man. Because he always yeah. out there helping those same people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. ever since I moved to St. Louis, that's all I ever seen out of you is helping them, that community. So it's like, man, yeah. that, that's I'm glad it wasn't a Nipsey Hustle type situation. Hey, Amen. I'm glad too. Yeah. 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 I'm glad all right. Too. My question right. is, bro, you always been outspoken about social issues as an artist. Like it's nothing new. You always been like that. What are your thoughts about to get the verdict of uh, ex officer Derek Chauvin that happened yesterday? I think. Based off what he did, he should have been found guilty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Bro, I, I, re- I remember watching, like, I remember watching the video mm-hmm. of him with, with George Floyd. I remember watching it. Right. And, 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 you know, one of the people had the camera directly on him. Right. Like, mm-hmm. in front, like, in front of him where he, it's like eye contact. Mm-hmm. I remember it's burned in my head. Like I'm not exaggerating. I'm like that look that man gave was burned in my head for months. He looked in that camera like, and what you going to do? He like, Mm -hmm. he like, and you know what I mean? And this, the thing, this, so it was so many things about that situation you remember how we used to be little and, and you playing around and, and you you like choking somebody or y'all mm-hmm. wrestling or something? Mm-hmm. And when you get to choking them, you feel their body going limp. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. like, especially yep. you play put somebody to sleep. Mm-hmm. You feel their body right. going limp. And you you like, let them go like, oh, he's sleep, bro, he's sleep. Bro, we sat and watched yep. a man with his knee on somebody's neck. Mm-hmm. And we literally watched him... Like he felt that man's life leaving his body, mm-hmm. yeah. And not at one point did he say, "I need to get up off of this man. He's probably dying." Mm-hmm. He should have been found guilty for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I know I, I like I saw I saw a bunch of Christians, uh, mostly white, mm-hmm. defending. Because this is the thing about American Christianity, too. American Christianity is not really Christianity, for real, at a certain point. Some people, I ain't going to say the whole boat. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to say the whole boat. But but a lot of American Christianity is not, a, is, is not Christianity. It's nationalism. So people's yeah. idea of what should happen from a Christian worldview is first filtered through their worldview of how much they love America. 
So you got mm-hmm. people that can't even comprehend that we just watched a man kill a man because in their mind they have another battle going on. Mm-hmm. They have a battle versus mm-hmm. liberal, liberal versus conservative. So yeah. when they see an officer go to jail, it's not a man that has went to jail because he's committed murder. They see that as a win for the liberals. They look like, oh, the liberals just got one up on us. So, so they don't mm. even have enough empathy. They don't even have enough empathy to say, you know, wow, this man, you know, he this man right. died. Right. At the least, it was manslaughter. Yeah. At the minimum, mm-hmm. it was manslaughter. Because nobody can prove whether or not if he if it's first degree murder if he left home that day to kill George Floyd unless they knew him and he said it. So there was no proof of first degree murder. Right. But there was proof of unintentional murder, There was, which he was charged with. Mm-hmm. There was proof of negligence, which he was charged with. And there was proof of manslaughter, which yeah. he was charged with. But people couldn't even look at that and see that because they saw it as a win for the opposite team. They didn't see it as justice being served for another human being. And this is the thing with Christians, too. I've seen uh, several people that claim to be Christians that uh, pulled up the idea. This one lady was going back and forth with me on Twitter yesterday, and I had time. So y'all know how I do it. I had time. I had time. So she going back and forth with me. She mad, and I was trying to figure out what I was about to eat. I was getting my salmon together. So she mad, and in her feelings, we going back and forth. I'm steady saying stuff to her. And she's saying stuff to me and she kept, she brought up her, her main premise was her bringing up uh, him being high and him mm-hmm. having a lengthy criminal record. That was mm-hmm. her, that was her premise. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I told her, I said, before I answer, she said, what about this? What about his criminal record? What about mm-hmm. him being mm-hmm. high? I said, before I answer that question, the first thing that I'm going to need you to do for me, I need you to tell me right now, if you've ever done drugs, if you have, I need to know when the last time you've done drugs. Mm-hmm. I need to know when was the last time you sinned today. I already knew the answer. You don't have to answer it. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you sinned and what sins do you struggle with before I answer that? Because I need to determine based off what you've done and who you are, if you deserve to be strangled to death on camera. Because that's basically mm. what you're telling me. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. You're telling me based off of his criminal history mm-hmm. and him being high, he deserves to die. So people are so crazy yeah. and so mixed up in their political views that they can't even see the difference between right and wrong. Mm-hmm. And even for a Christian to believe that, like out of their own mouth, like, first of all, I don't know what George Floyd's life looked like mm-hmm. outside of that day. Mm-hmm. But one thing I do know, I know some solid brothers yep. from Houston, Corey yep. Paul being one of them, yep. some solid yep. brothers from Houston yep. that knew him before that situation happened that said, man, this brother was struggling with drugs, but this man loved Jesus, man. He was a part of our community, mm-hmm. blah, 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 this, that, the other, right? Mm-hmm. Now, we live in a world that's so strange in Christianity that we've allowed people to manipulate us, whether it's from a pulpit or whether it's from a book or whether it's from a, a podcast or production, whatever the internet, social media, whatever it is, we live in a space that we've allowed people to manipulate us to believe that God's standard for us is perfection. Mm-hmm. God's standard for us is not perfection. Like when we look at the Bible, when we see the Bible, I tell people this all the time. When you look at the Bible, one of the most comforting things, I'm going to be honest with you, over the past few years, I, I went through a lot of stuff over the past few years. One of the most comforting things for me over the past few years was to look at the scriptures and see that Jesus still loved me despite my flaws. And you know how I know that? Because the man that he called a man out of his own heart, David, he sent his number one general to the front line to be murdered so that he can have his wife after he already had his wife pregnant. Now, we we talk about David in the light, even when we we go to the New Testament and say uh, David was a man out of God's own heart, Mm -hmm. people tend to forget we look at, we think about that and we romanticize it. Mm-hmm. So we think in our head, like when David died, David was standing on the top of Mount Sinai proclaiming the name of Jesus, uh, the well, proclaiming the coming Messiah right. and saying right. how great the Lord was and living a fully repentant life. When David died, David was laying in his bed. He didn't ask for his wife. He didn't ask for his children. 
he asked for what was considered a bed warmer, a handmaiden, who's probably a young girl, right? Mm -hmm. Also at the point that David died, David's sons were trying to kill each other. David's whole life was still in shambles at the point that he died. But in the New Testament, they called David a man out the God's own heart because he lived a life of repentance. Like the scripture calls us to live a life of, of repentance. And Paul said, we press towards the mark of perfection, but this is not something that I have obtained. Like mm -hmm. sanctification is a process that's going to last us to the day we die. Mm -hmm. And so often we get into this space that we allow people to make us believe. Like, do you know how many people, first of all, I don't believe that. I believe God finishes the work that he starts in you. However, that mm -hmm. situation looks right. Mm -hmm. But do you know how many people that have been derailed uh, and, and took the long route because they got to a point that they felt like this can't be, I, it can't be real for me because I yeah. can't get it together. Yeah. But at the same time, right. the person that's pre the same time, the person that's preaching that idea of perfection to you, they struggling with something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't care who it is. It could be the dopest pastor in the world. Can't nobody convince me. I know you struggling with something. There's something, and there's a difference between struggling with something, and, and I don't want people to get this twisted and think I'm saying, do what you want to do. The person that has the mindset to say, oh, I can do what I want to do, God, cool with it, that's a lie. Yeah. That's a lie. That's not yeah. what we're saying. But a person that's living a life of repentance, the, the scripture said that a righteous man falls seven times 77 in one day. Mm -hmm. In one day. But we hold the things over people's head that they've done and the mistakes that they've made, the sins that they've committed. We hold it over their head and we execute them. I told people the first place I learned cancel culture from was the church. Mm. I didn't learn that from the world. Mm. Like I've been watching the church cancel people since I became a Christian. That's where I saw that for the first time ever in my life. I've seen yeah, people buddy. just throw people away, yeah. like throw them away and, and yeah. think it's godly. They call mm -hmm. it exercising discipline. Mm -hmm. They call it holding them accountable. They call it everything except for what it is. It's wrong. Yep. That's what it is. Yeah. Yep. So, so for me, when I see a person like a George Floyd, mm -hmm. you know, uh, that struggle, we man, like read the Bible. Right. Like Lot slept with his like Lot slept with his daughters. Right. Well, let's talk about God. <laughs> this this is how you know God is not afraid of us having issues. Or having things that look like they're not correct. Mm -hmm. What if I told you right now? I said there was this man. He's a pastor, right? And his son had a baby by another woman that he wasn't married to, right? Mm -hmm. He had a baby by a woman that he wasn't married to. The kid was born. Then he had a baby by uh, his wife. The, the, the baby mama was tripping with him so hard that he put the son out and the mama with nowhere to go. Right. What you going to think about the dude when I say that? Think he's some trash. Right. He tripping, right? Right. If you go to the Old Testament, mm -hmm. when Abraham had Ishmael mm -hmm. by his handmaiden, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, then he had a baby by his wife, who was right. the promised child. Yep. Mm -hmm. God told Abraham, put him out, mm -hmm. him and the mama, yep. into the wilderness. This is not, we're not talking about like South St. Louis, where they can walk a couple miles and <laughs> they they at somebody's house and they can get food. Right. They got put out into the wilderness, into the desert, where it's yep. scorching hot in the daytime and, and it's cold at night. Yep. This was God that did this. We talking about Old Testament where it's like, go kill everybody. Yep. Right. Kids, Kids women, all, everybody. Everybody. Yep. Yeah, livestock, yep. everything. Yep. Yeah. My, my point for saying all of that is we try to make the Bible and the Christian walk be this clean cut, no dirt, yeah. no things that make you say, huh? When the reality is that's what it's been the whole time. Facts. The yep. whole time. God, yep. God not worried about our little drug habit. Mm -hmm. Now the power of God can stop you from doing anything. Amen. But that. think about amen. this. Think amen. Like can stop you from doing anything. Yep. Like 
natural practices of discipline can stop you from doing anything. Thanks. But yep. think about this, even with Paul, they try so hard to minimize this down. When you see Paul in Romans 7, mm -hmm. Paul say, I find myself doing the things that I hate. Mm -hmm. And the yep. things that I love, I find myself not doing. Yep. Like this is a man that and people try to they like people try to be so smart. Like they stupid. They want to be a scholar <laughs> yep. so bad. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they'll go and say, well, this was Paul talking before his uh, conversion. This is mm. pre-Paul. That <laughs> struggle doesn't even exist before your conversion. Right. I'm yep. not sitting up before my conversion like, man, I find myself doing the things that I hate. You ain't worried about I it. Love, I find myself <laughs> right. not doing. Right. <laughs> when I, before conversion, the things that I love is what I love, and I'm right. doing it. Right. Right. So, this is Paul. This is not a pre-conversion Paul. This is Paul in the midst of having the Holy Spirit. Like yeah. this is Paul having yeah. an encounter with God so much that he saw God and it blinded him and knocked him off a beast. Thanks. This is uh, the same Paul that said, I prayed to the Lord three times that he removed his thorn from my side, but he does not because in my weakness, his grace is made sufficient. Yeah. But we'll take yeah. those same people that are struggling and say, you're no good for this. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. pretend like we're perfect and damage way more people than they can. So for me, right. when I see a situation like a George Floyd, mm -hmm. I'm not God. I'm not looking for a heaven or a hell to put nobody in. Yeah. You know, all I could do is live my life, tell people about the good news and keep moving it forward. But I'm, I'm definitely, when I see a person, like I don't count people out because of, of their struggles, because yeah. I don't know how they're gonna finish. And I don't know, because because the thing about it, Ephesians 1.13 says, you are sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise until the day of redemption. If you mm -hmm. truly receive the Lord, you got the Lord, you got the Holy Spirit in you, and mm -hmm. you are going to struggle, and you're going to have things that you're going to fight through. That does not give you a license to sin and to continue on and feel like you could do whatever you want to when it you want to and God don't care, but yep. that don't itch you out because you find yourself struggling with something either. Right. Mm-mm-mm. Brother, that was so good. Oh. You know what's crazy, man? We do this little Bible study on Tuesday. We literally was talking about Isaac. <laughs> we were just talking about that on Tuesday, man. That That's so good, brother, man. I appreciate you for that. Go ahead, Rob. Hey, that was no, on I'm point, just saying, dog, for real. Um, just, I won't say the name of the church again. It don't even exist, but Thizzle mentioned it earlier. Yeah. And I've been a victim of being thrown away. And that's where the yeah. redeemed after Rob came from. Because yeah. before Robert Dean, I was just staying. You dig what yeah. I'm saying? And right. God, God yeah. truly gave me Robert Dean for my state, for my um stage name, and for the podcast or whatever the case may be. That's why I tell people it's not a cute name. He truly yeah. did redeem me, and he let me know what was good. So that's big facts, man. And you, um, somebody made the comment. This is like a continuation of the Bible study we had on Tuesday. So, brother, the, yeah. the Holy Spirit is definitely using you. Um, on a different note. You're officially a vet in this game as far as CHAs go. Not just CHAs, though, because you've opened up for Rick Ross and so many other people, you know what I mean, when at the pageant or whatnot. But uh, what would you tell these new wave artists who want to seek – they see the success from the likes of yourself, the likes of um, Cray, Andy, Flame, whatever the case may be, and they only in it to make money. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, honestly, mm -hmm. I don't, okay, let me explain it. I only say I don't, no, think go, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I don't think, okay. nothing, I don't think nothing wrong with it. Okay. I think it's how you do it mm. that makes it wrong. Elaborate so, on that, brother. So if you have an artist, right, that comes in uh -huh. and they say, they say, man, I'm a Christian artist. And, and I just, mm -hmm. bro, all I want to do, I done ran into them dudes. Bro, all I want to do is, is is spread the word of God. I just want to see right. people get saved. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. in your heart, you like, I'm about to run this bag up. Let me run up this bag. <laughs> That's when I think it's wrong. Right, right. And, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I say this for this reason. I think one of the reasons, like right now, a lot of people feel like CHH is like dead or has failed. But if you look at my interviews, I've been telling people for years, I'm like, CHH is not what y'all think it is. It's not an mm -hmm. industry. And the reason I used to say that was because 
in order for C, like, like CHH was always in this weird place. You had mm -hmm. people that wanted to make it be a ministry and you had people that wanted to make it be an industry. Mm -hmm. And the truth told, it was it was neither one, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Now, what was happening, people were ministering with it. Mm -hmm. But when you talk about structural ministry, you're talking about support and funding regardless of what sales look like. 